Good morning and welcome to Prayers for Your Day. This is Danita and today is Thursday, June the 24th, 2021. As always, I give thanks to God for you, for what he is doing in your life and in the lives of your loved ones, the people, places, and things that he has divinely and intentionally connected us to, you to, for such a time as this. It is indeed an honor and a blessing to pray with you and for you, always an honor and a blessing and know that I do not take it lightly. I understand that the effectual fervent prayers of a righteous man or woman availeth much and being righteous means in right standing with God. It doesn't mean that you're perfect. Um, it doesn't mean that you don't make a mistake. It doesn't mean that you don't sin consciously. Um, or unconsciously, but it means that you know how to get back right with God. And um, you live, you try to live a lifestyle that's pleasing um, to him because we understand that even at our best, it is but filthy rags unto God. So we'll never be perfect. Um, none of us will ever be perfect. There's only one perfect uh, person who ever walked this earth and who will ever walk this earth. And that was Jesus Christ. So we'll never be perfect. But every day uh, we want to be a little bit better than we were on yesterday. So if we said some things we shouldn't have said on yesterday, we want to uh, repent and we want to purposefully uh, try not to do that same thing again. But we know that every day we grow in Christ and we go from faith to faith and from glory to glory. So if I run into someone who met me um, five years ago, there should be something about me that they say that you've changed. And hopefully they'll say that you changed for the better. If I run into somebody that, you know, I was with six months ago, hopefully they can look at my life and say, you've changed and see that I've changed for the better. But when people see you, there should be a change for the better. Your spouse should be saying that, you know, hey, my, my husband or my wife has changed for the better. Your children should be able to say, um, now they probably won't say that if they're still, let's say under the age of 25, they probably won't say that you've changed for the better. But if they're over the age of 25, then they should look at you and say, my dad, my mom, my grandmother, or if you've been a caregiver has changed for the better. So every day we should be trying to be better. And sometimes better doesn't necessarily mean doing what's pleasing to man. But it does most certainly mean changing to do what's pleasing to God. And so how do we know what's pleasing to God? We know that by reading his word and we know that by being in fellowship with him. What does fellowship with God look like? It means by praying. It means by uh, having a conversation with God, letting God uh, speak to you as well as you speak to him. It means feeding your spirit the things that you need to have a healthy spiritual, uh, to have a healthy spirit, just like a lot of us now want to have healthy bodies. Well, how do we have healthy bodies? We eat the right things. I'm guilty of not doing that, uh, consistently, but that's how you have a healthy body. You eat the right things, you exercise, you know, you, you stay away from things that are not good from, for you, whether it be smoking cigarettes, 
drinking a lot of alcohol, eating, eating a lot of food. Um, but you stay away things that don't serve your physical body well. That's how you maintain a healthy spirit. You stay away from things that do not serve your spirit man well. And you feed on the word of God. You feed on other other Christians who come alongside you and encourage you in the faith. And you encourage one another in the faith. You feed yourself. Um, sometimes I don't even watch like real TV, so to speak, but I'll watch YouTube videos of different sermons, um, you know, different pastors, you know, I have a routine in the morning. Um, I haven't been doing the 90 day Bible challenge here, but I need to, I need to get back on that. Cause like next week is the last week, but I've been watching, um, real talk Kim and pastor uh, Jamila Gooden and my pastor comes on in the morning. So usually I've got like a good hour and a half, two and a half hours in the morning while I'm moving around where I am feeding my spirit. So that's how we um, maintain a healthy spirit. Um, I don't really hang with anybody um, that uses a lot of profanity. Notice I didn't say I don't hang with people who don't ever curse because, you know, people do Curse. I'm not saying it's right, but people do. But I don't hang with anybody that every other word is a curse word because that's going to do something to my spirit. Um, So, you know, it's really looking at how do I maintain a healthy spirit and then you go after those things just like you would in your for your body. You go after those things that will keep your spirit whole and keep your spirit healthy. But the main thing is that you be and you stay in fellowship with the Lord no matter what, even if you are in the midst of a sin or in the midst of something that is, you find it hard to get out of, don't run from God, run to him because eventually whatever it is that, that has you captive, whatever it is that's trying to hold on to you, it's got to break. It has got to loose you and let you go. So don't ever run from God. And we know that it is sin that separates us from God. And that is a trick of the enemy. So no matter what, don't run from God. Sin will make you think, well, what you praying for and you doing this or what you going to church for and you still doing this or that that is the enemy. Even if you doing what you doing, I'm going to tell you, you still pray. I'm going to tell you, you still read the word of God. I'm going to tell you, you still get around other Christians because something is going to break. Light cannot stand in the presence of darkness. So keep seeking after light. Keep seeking the light because God is calling you. He is drawing you. That's why you keep reading your word. That's why you keep praying. That's why you keep having conversations with God. Even while you're in the midst of your sin, that's why you keep seeking after God because he's calling you. The Bible says that no man can come unless God first draws him. So God is drawing you. Let God draw you. Let God draw you. And then he will, something will break, something will break um, and it will help you to maintain your spiritual man. So today is, I don't know who that was for. I don't even know why I went there. That was not planned, but amen anyway. So today we are in day three, the get up anointing day number three. Y'all can tell I got time, don't y'all? Y'all can tell I'm on vacation. 
So I thank God for it. I thank God for it. I thank God for it. I thank God for his word. So we are still in Acts. We're in Acts chapter nine, where there were two times Peter told somebody to get up. He told Aeneas to get up on Tuesday. And on yesterday, he told Dorcas slash Tabitha to get up. Uh, We also learned that in that getting up, when we are speaking to some things and we are speaking life to things, there are some people, y'all, that we just can't tell what we're about to do. There are some people that we can't announce what's going on, okay? We just got to tell them to get out the room because everybody, no matter how they come off, no matter what you may think, everybody's not going to be on one accord with you. So you want to be bold and courageous when you say, when you send them on out the room, you just got to do it. So on today in Acts chapter 10, we're just going to start with Peter's vision. Verse number nine, about noon the following day, as they were on their journey and approaching the city, Peter went up on the roof to pray. He became hungry and wanted something to eat. And while the meal was being prepared, he fell into a trance. He saw heaven open and something like a large sheet being let down to earth by its four corners. It contained all kinds of four-footed animals as well as reptiles of the earth and birds of the air. Then a voice told him, get up, Peter, kill and eat. Surely not, Lord, (laughs) Peter replied. I have never eaten anything impure or unclean. Turn my Bible here. The voice spoke to him a second time. Do not call anything impure that God has made clean. This happened three more times and immediately the sheep was taken back to heaven. While Peter was wondering about the meaning of the vision, and I'm going to stop right there um, before the common. So here we have Peter. He's praying. What we see as we read the word of God is that there was a need. He was hungry, right? So because he was hungry, a need was there. Which produced a desire. He wanted something to eat. All right. He said he became hungry. Hunger was the need. The desire then, because sometimes, you know, if we're fasting, um, you know, then we, we are called then to put our flesh under subjection to the spirit. So you can still have a need and not necessarily produce or go after that need but in this case he became hungry which was the need and wanted something so there was the desire there then it says and while the meal was being prepared he fell into a trance meaning basically um there was a waiting period between what he what the need was then the desire then the preparation And so I was, as I was reading for this, as I was reading over this and understanding how God uses analogy, see this vision, um, and I'm reading from my study Bible here, this vision was about the food laws that were made um, for, um, for the Jews. And so it was difficult. It said the food laws made it difficult for Jews to eat with Gentiles without risking defilement. In fact, the Gentiles themselves were often seen as unclean. Peter's vision meant that he should not look upon the Gentiles as inferior people 
whom God would redeem, who God would not redeem. And this is from the Life Application Bible. But as I was reading this, you know, what the Holy Spirit helped me understand is that sometimes things don't always come in the way that we desire them to. So see, God had told it was the Lord because that's why Peter replied, surely not Lord, Peter replied, I have never eaten anything impure or unclean. But see, yet there was a desire Yet the desire he had, it was being prepared for him. But when the Lord was get told him to get up, kill and eat, basically get up. You you have a desire to do this, right? Right? You you have a desire here. I'm giving you the desire of your heart. Now it's not coming the way that you're used to it coming. It's not coming the, the way that you even like necessarily, right? It, it, it may not even be what you thought, how it was going to be. But yet God said, get up, kill and eat. Meaning get up, go after what it is that you want. And when I, when I, um, when I give you the desire, right? Don't tell me what it is that you don't want. See, some people, and I could just be transparent this morning. Some of us have prayed for things and we've asked God for things, um, right? There was a need there. Um, then God gave us the desire to fulfill the need. And then it was when it was time to receive what it is that we had prayed for. We, like Peter, say, surely not, Lord. I know I didn't wait this long to, for you to do this. You know, this, I prayed about this 15 years ago. I'm, I'm not, I'm not doing this, right? Or we've asked for uh, a certain house or, you know, I'm, I'm just saying here it was food. It was food for his body, but there are things that we ask for. And because God does not deliver it in the way that we thought we were going to get it. Then we say to God, surely not, Lord. I've never dated this type of person. Surely not, Lord. I've never worked for less than, you know, $20 an hour. Surely not, Lord. I only wear designer things, you know. Surely not, Lord. You know, um, I'm not, I'm not called to be a teacher. I'm called to be a preacher. Surely, you know, surely not, Lord. You know, I'm not called to follow after people. I'm called to lead. But yet we miss the point of what God is trying to teach us in that moment. See here, Peter thought it was about the food, but really it was about the next thing that God had for him to do. And what God had for him to do was to tell Cornelius the good news of salvation in Jesus Christ. But see, a lot of times we will miss our blessing because we're thinking what we pray for, we're looking for it to come one way or it, it, we're looking for it to come you know, in one way, or we're looking for it to come in this amount of time. And, and maybe it takes 10 years or 15 years or whatever it may be. And then 
we say, well, surely not, Lord. I know you didn't expect me to work for, you know, $10 an hour and I have a degree or I have this or that. Not realizing that that is just getting you ready for what God really has in store for you, for what really God has what's next for you. But a lot of times we will miss our blessing because of impatience. We will miss our blessing because it doesn't fit our ideology because it doesn't fit our mindset um because it doesn't fit our um our portray how we are portrayed to other people right because it doesn't fit what it should fit he said i have never eaten anything right there's a lot of of us that have, i'm sure have said at one point or another i have never or i would never Right. So we have to be careful about when we say I have never or I would never. But then God says, do not call anything impure that God has made clean. God was preparing him for the Gentiles. Right. Peter's vision meant that he should not look upon the Gentiles as inferior people whom God would not redeem. Everything that God does, everything that God made is perfect. Everything. That person you don't like, God. That person that I don't like, I ain't going to just say you, okay? I'm going to say me. That person that I don't like, that person that I can't stand, right? I can't look upon them as they are like they're not God's child. They're still God's child. And God loves them as much as they love as, as he loves me. But at the end of the day, what we have to realize is that Peter, who had told two people just a chapter before to get up. Now, God was telling him to get up. See, sometimes it's so much easier to encourage somebody else to do the right thing. It's so much easier to speak into somebody else's life and to encourage them. But don't you know, sometimes only God can encourage you. It doesn't matter what anybody else has to say. Only God can comfort. Only God can redeem. Only God can deliver. Only God can set the captive free. Even though you may be that person that people are used to looking to. To speak life into situations. To tell other things to get up. Sometimes only God can do it. Why? Because sometimes it's a matter of the heart. For Peter, this was a matter of his heart because he was bold. He said, surely not, Lord. Like, who are you talking to, God? Not me. I know you're not telling me to go in, back into this situation that I left. Right? I left because, you know, he was talking crazy or she was talking crazy or I left that job because they did me so wrong. Surely not you telling me to go back and put in an application. Or to go back and, you know, send my resume. Surely not, God, are you telling me to go back and apologize or to humble myself when this person did me this way or that way? Surely not, Lord. But God said, don't, don't say anything 
anything, anything that he has made clean, don't you call it impure. Get up, kill, and eat. Let us pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the day, oh God, for this is the day that you have made, and we are rejoicing, and we are glad in it. Father God, hallelujah, we thank you, oh God, for the get up anointing, oh God, hallelujah. We thank you, God, hallelujah, that you have given us ears to hear, oh God, that we can get up, hallelujah, and do your will. We can get up, oh God, and do the things that you are calling us to do with the understanding, oh God, that it was you that produced the need, with the understanding, oh God, that it was you that produced the desire, with the understanding, oh God, that it it was you, oh God, that was preparing the situation. Hallelujah. So God, open up our hearts and open up our minds, oh God, to receive what thus says the Lord, regardless of what it looks like. Open up our hearts and open up our minds, oh God, to receive what thus says the Lord. Hallelujah. Regarding us, regarding our situations, oh God. Hallelujah. God, we understand that what we thought may not be necessarily what it is. Hallelujah. That what we believed, oh God, may not necessarily be the truth. In the name of Jesus, oh God, hallelujah, that what we desired, oh God, may not be what you desire for us in the way that we desire it, oh God. For God, just like you told Peter, do not call anything impure that God has made clean. God, we ask that you would forgive us, hallelujah, for the times that we call things impure, for the times, oh God, when we may have told other people that they weren't good enough for us. For the times, oh God, hallelujah, when we told the job, hallelujah, I'm not doing it. I'm above this. For the times, oh God, hallelujah, when we said maybe uh, you're underpaying me, I'm going somewhere else. Oh God, because we understand that in order, hallelujah, to get to where you want us to be, oh God, there may be a season in time, Heavenly Father, but we don't quite understand what you are doing when we don't quite understand hallelujah the places that have that you would have us to go just like Peter was wondering about the meaning of the vision oh God many of us are wondering oh God what are you doing many of us are wondering oh God what are you saying many of us are wondering oh God what's next for me what's next for my family hallelujah but God hallelujah God we thank you that you told us to get up and we just get up and be obedient hallelujah we just get up oh god hallelujah and do what you tell us to do sometimes we ask too many questions oh god we thank you oh god hallelujah that you are a friend that sticketh closer than a brother oh god but you're our father and sometimes we just gotta do what daddy says sometimes we just gotta go where you tell us to go sometimes we just gotta say what you tell us to say oh god hallelujah sometimes oh god hallelujah we just gotta give when you tell us to give heavenly father sometimes oh god we just got to be obedient for god your word said that if we be willing and obedient we would eat the good of the land hallelujah we don't have to understand it hallelujah sometimes it don't have to make sense for god your word says that you choose the foolish things to confound the wise hallelujah uh, Peter was caught up 
in tradition, oh God. Hallelujah. He was caught up in what the what it was for a Jew and what it was for a Gentile. Hallelujah. And many of us are caught up into what it means to, to, to be a Christian and what it means to be a believer or a non-believer. But oh God, today we just want to be caught up in you. Today, oh God, hallelujah, we just want to serve you. Today, oh God, we just want to be obedient to your word. Today, oh God, we just want to hear you say, well done, my good and faithful servant. Today, oh God, we just want you to be pleased with our life. Hallelujah. Today, oh God, we just want you to look down upon us, oh God, and smile on us again. Today, oh God, hallelujah, we just want your favor. We want your saving grace on today, oh God. Hallelujah. Today, oh God, we just need your mercy on today. Today, oh God, hallelujah, we want you to do a new work in us, oh God. We want you to clean us from the inside out, oh God. Today, oh God, hallelujah, we just want to say that we love you, oh God. Today, oh God, hallelujah, we just want to say thank you for what you've done for us, oh God. We want to say thank you, God, for how far you brought us from. We just want to say thank you, oh God, for waking us up this morning, oh God. Oh, today, oh God, hallelujah, we just want to say thank you. Today, oh God, we just want to bless your name. Hallelujah. So, oh God, we thank you for telling us to get up. Hallelujah on this week. We just want to say thank you, oh God. Hallelujah. That we can put some old things away. Hallelujah. For in you, oh God, we are new creatures. So when we get up in the morning, hallelujah, it's a new day. And we thank you for the newness, oh God, the newness of mind, Heavenly Father. The newness of spirit, the newness of heart, oh God. We just want to say thank you, oh God. Hallelujah for what you're doing in our lives, oh God. We just want to say thank you, God. Hallelujah that we can come to you as raggedy as we may be, oh God. As lost as we may be, oh God. We know we can always come to you, Daddy, and you're there with open arms. Hallelujah. You're there just waiting on us, oh God, and we just thank you for it. Oh God, we thank you for this week. Hallelujah for the renewing of our minds, the process, oh God, of being renewed the process, oh God, of being prepared, oh God, for whatever you have in store for us, oh God, it doesn't even matter anymore, oh God. It doesn't even matter what you have for us, oh God. Hallelujah, it doesn't even matter, oh God. The job that you have for us, it doesn't even matter, oh God. Hallelujah, we just want you to be in control. We just want you, oh God, hallelujah, to take control of our lives, oh God. Hallelujah, because we know that if you're in control and you are, oh God, hallelujah, we know it's going to work out. It's going to be okay. Hallelujah, we know it's going to be okay. It may not be okay tomorrow. Hallelujah. It may not be okay today. Hallelujah. But God, we know when we get up, hallelujah, it's going it's to be all right. It's going to be all right. Hallelujah. So it is well in our souls on this morning, oh God. It is well on in our souls. And God, we thank you. We thank you for your word, for your word is life. Your word is life. Your word is encouragement. Your word is comforting. Your word is love, oh God. 
Oh God, we thank you. 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 As we look just back over our lives, oh God, we cannot, we just can't say anything but thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, and we'll be sure to give you the glory, the honor, and the praise in Jesus' name. Amen and amen.